Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of About to Review, the podcast that reviews any and all things geeky and nerdy. On this episode, I am joined by a very special guest, a friend of mine, Tim Hall, who is a local film critic and has his own website, thepeoplescriticblog.com. Oh, thanks for having me. This is funny. This is weird because I remember <laughs> talking to you about this podcast, and then here we are. Yeah, I mean, we started talking about this quite a while ago, quite and I was just ago. like, you know, I kind of want to do this thing. I had this idea, and Tim was just like, okay, do it. Do it. <laughs> yeah. so I was yeah, like, just do it. Like, all right. Because yeah. I just, you know, all too often people get caught up with, you know, what about this and this? And I know I felt like that because I listen to podcasts every day. Yeah. And so I kept comparing it until I was just like, I just need to just do it. Yeah. And we were also talking about just, you know, how I started blogging, just kind of mm-hmm. just starting to do it. And that fear of like, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, what am I doing here right now? And I still have those moments. But, you know, once you just put one foot in front of the other and keep going, like, it, it starts to make sense. And the thing that you don't know, you will know at some point, And it'll be right. fine. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> or, I, or I am just going to trip through this podcast for the next yeah. couple of years. And just, yeah, we will see what happens. All right. So on today's episode, uh, we're going to be reviewing slash talking about three different things. The 2016 Emerald City Comic Con that happened in Seattle recently, uh, Daredevil Season 2 that came out on Netflix recently, and then the most recent thing is the Doctor Strange trailer that just dropped. So Tim was fortunate enough to go to the Emerald City Comic Con, uh, and so I kind of wanted to have him on and see what some of the highlights were this year. Well, have you ever been to a Comic Con? Yes. Uh, I actually, what is funny is with Seattle, there are so many cons. We have Sakura right. Con. We mm-hmm. have Seattle Anime Convention, all of these things. Mm-hmm. I have gone before and hung out outside, you know, with my friends and right. taken the pictures of them. With Comic Con, I've yet to actually go get, get, get a pass. <laughs> get the full experience. And, and go into it. So, like, I have gone to them before, but not this one, which is ridiculous because right. it is huge. It's huge. It was four days. This is the year they, the first year they expanded to four days. So, we have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I did not go Thursday uh-huh. for sake of my wallet and right. because it's just it's exhausting. Weird. People have jobs sometimes. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so I went Friday, uh, all day Friday. Friday, it's my usual, so my usual thing I do. I walk in, I sort of survey the floor. I get to see, you know, when you go a bunch, you see people you know. Of not only people yeah. attending, you see artists, you see. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of, hey, what's up, man? You're back. And didn't I buy something from you last year or didn't right. I see you last year? Uh, so there's a lot of that. Um, I saw... Um, a few people uh, who I want to get artwork from, so I sort of make a mental note. The only panel I went to on Friday was John Bernthal. I'm going to get to that later. But yeah, right. Bernthal was great. Um, I really enjoyed him. Uh, a lot, you know, he was there before for, for The Walking Dead. Right. He yeah. was a lot more loose this time. Now, why do you think that is? Like, what, I, what has changed in the past Being few famous years? for so long, I think. Just, I think, you okay. know, the one thing he talked about is, like, fan interaction. Mm-hmm. And I think when you're new to it, like, it's different. It's a different thing. Yeah. Like to be at an airport and say, and people stop you and say, "This character you played changed my life," or I, "I'm Shane," and they're like crying. Like that's gotta yeah. blow your mind, especially with Walking Dead. I mean, because that was kind of would you say that was kind of his breakthrough Yo, definitely, thing? Definitely. And so, and I mean, and again, I try not to get into spoilers with new things. Yeah, Walking Dead has been out for a few years. Yeah, so I, I, no spoiler alerts. So 
he was not on it really that long. No. And so that is the crazy part is like people just automatically were like, this guy is amazing. You know, I relate to him. For a character that really was not, it was not a long running show of 10 years. But, you know, he was effective. It reminded me yeah. of this Chris Rock interview once where he was talking about, you know, he has that, that, that small scene, I'm going to get you, sucker. When he was right. like, can I get one rib? He said people often, like, stop him and say it. And he's like, I've had wow. feature <laughs> movies. I've had, like, stand-ups. And that's the thing. I was in the movie for, what, two minutes? He says, and people stop me so all crazy. the time. But it's when you're effective, even in a small dose, like... You know, John Bernthal was a shame. Mm-hmm. People remember him shaving his head. They remember yep. him going after Lori. They remember Being him pretty menacing. pointing that gun at Rick in the woods like, I can just do it. I can, can't I can protect her, Rick. Yeah, they remember all of that. They yeah. remember, you know, his, his death scene. Um, so I think that carries people. And so he became, but then when he was talking, I forgot he was in Sicario. I forgot he was in. Uh, he Wait, just, who was he in Sicario? What? He, he was the guy who, who Emily Blunt's hooking up with and she, he tries to kill her. Oh yeah. They, they, yeah, 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 yeah. After the bank scene, yep. Huh? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I you totally forget. Did. You forget <laughs> he's in these movies because he's he's really good and he's 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 not a character actor, but he is a guy who can come in in a supporting role right. and like deliver some heavy punches and then be gone and you know and add something to the to the movie and to the story. So he's become that guy. So he was sort of talking about where he pulled his his uh, influence from from Punisher Max. Mm-hmm. Uh, he talks a lot about Tom Holland. Right? So, for those of you who, who do not know, John Bernthal and Tom Holland have had a bromance for way longer than anyone suspected. Than I, I didn't even know they knew each other. Yeah, until the news broke with Tom Holland, you know, being Spider-Man and everything. Yeah. Suddenly it became, we've known each other for months, we yeah. auditioned together, we talked about lines with each other, and it was like... Like they both helped what? audition <laughs> each other for these roles. Like, Tom yeah. Holland was helping him audition for Punisher, and he was helping Tom audition for Spider-Man. It's crazy to think of Because now. this 18-year-old kid... Spider-Man, <laughs> Spider-Man and Punisher working together. Yeah. Um, but he said it, like, they were doing some movie somewhere else, and Holland showed up, and he said, you know, hey, I'm, I'm going to be Spider-Man. And he was like, sure thing, buddy, there's like 30,000 people auditioning. Good luck to you. And right. he said... uh uh, he got it, and he said he was just a kid who wanted something, and he went for it. And mm-hmm. He really identified with that. And he's talked about. I mean, now we're getting word, you know, comments of people who've seen Civil War already. Although I hate you, um, seriously, he's <laughs> the, the envy. Yeah, is, right. runs, runs deep. But from what he said last weekend was so true. From what I've been seeing now, which is people saying he's fantastic. He said mm-hmm. he's going to crush it. He said he's gonna, Holland's going to be an actor who's around for a very long time that we're going to celebrate. And that's high praise for someone. Absolutely, um, who we've barely seen in stuff mm-hmm. I'm sure I've seen in other movies but I couldn't recognize a Tom Holland movie um, I was gonna say I yeah Into the Sea he was in that Into the Sea oh with um, Thor Thor chasing the whale <laughs> with, with uh, Thor All right. he was in it with Thor um, but no so but then he told this really you know as crazy as he is I mean he he did his best answering like the craziest question from fans which but, again especially at a place like Comic Con yeah. this is not a regular press junket, no, you know, where you were being asked, you know, those type of questions at Comic Con, it could be anything. It could be like, so in episode three, twenty minutes into it, you did this, and he was like, yeah, what? Yeah, so I mean, we didn't get the last question was kind of crazy. The, the, I don't even know. I can't even repeat the question because I don't know what it was. Like, it made no sense. Okay, but you had people. What coming was the up. answer? <laughs> he was like, I don't know, man. Maybe you're right. But um, this guy comes up in full Punisher gear. Okay. And it's like, like I can imagine playing a character and then someone coming up in like full, like, yeah. and then wants to ask you a question about this character that you portrayed. Because you know, at that point, you know that, that person, person knows their knows, stuff. They know what they're talking <laughs> about. You're not going to be able to BS them. 
but you know, he told the story about how he started acting and how mm-hmm. you know he took it because he needed a, a credit and he didn't want to do it. And it was a bunch of theater nerds and they're doing this thing. Where they're, they're all sitting around a circle sharing mm-hmm. something that they that they love and people are getting up with stuff and crying and stuffed animals and stuff. He said he didn't bring anything. Was this in high school? It was college? in high school. Okay. He didn't bring anything, but he had a baseball because he was gonna because he played baseball. Okay. And so he starts telling the story about how. His mom gave him the ball before she passed away. And mind you, said his mom. He had just talked to his mom. She's alive. But he's Ooh. telling this story about she. Sometimes <laughs> him and his brother go out in the yard and they're like, "Let's let's catch one for mom." And it's all this stuff, right? So he said he looked around the room and like people everyone was broken. Bawling. Yeah, just he <laughs> says he said. Then I realized I was crying, and he was just like, Ooh. "Okay, wait, I'm sorry. I made this all up, man. This is he said the teacher cleared the room and then like." reamed him a new one but then said and then made him star in all yeah, of that year's was like, production you kind of got something here and, uh, wow. but, but it, the story continues he said you know she you know asked him to or told him about some school in Moscow to mm-hmm. go study in so he went to go study Moscow? Russia? listen okay. he said. so he goes to study and uh, he said you know she ended up like saving his life he was like legitimately saying like I wouldn't have a family I wouldn't have a job I wouldn't have a career if it wasn't for mm-hmm. her she ended up becoming a minister and marrying him and his wife Years later, she ended up wow. passing away from brain cancer. But he tells us really, or did she? Or did she? I, I thought he was going to end with like seriously. Like, but no, whenever someone did. starts with that type yeah. of story, everything else they say, you're like. Uh, but I think I think she really did because okay. he was like legitimately like I don't mean to be a downer, but you like he mm-hmm. ended by saying you know when you see young people to speak positivity into them and like encourage Absolutely. them to do things they want to do, and how powerful words are from adults, especially when you're dealing with people who are in high school in that age, mm-hmm. which was really cool for, to hear him say that. Um, so that was my Friday. Like I ended with that. I went right. home. Saturday was vi- Saturday was the craziest day. Saturday, I wake up Saturday morning. I'm texting my friend Jessica, the curly nerd um, right. from the Curly Nerd podcast. Jessica's awesome. So Jessica's supposed to go to Vegas. Doesn't want to go. It's pouring rain. She's like, it's raining in Vegas. It's like it's literally rained the whole time. She was supposed to be there. Oh, wait, that was like there's flash floods, right? I was gonna say there were flash floods. Yeah. So I was like, she was like. Oh, I said, you should just come hang out of Comic-Con. I said, I don't have a ticket. So, well, if you can find a ticket for cheap, end up talking this guy down from like 120 to a much lower price. Right. Uh, <laughs> 110 I was like, ah, I'm not paying no 120 Anyway, got her a ticket. So she gets there. Now, this is when it's funny. So I'm sitting outside. She mm-hmm. texts me like, hey, I'm coming. I'm sitting outside. And I see this, uh, this, this guy dressed as Kylo Ren and this little Captain Phasma. I was right, like, oh, right. adorable. Look at that. Yeah. Pay no mind to this. She calls me. I'm inside. I go inside. We're outside in front of the convention center, right? Mm-hmm. I go inside. We go upstairs, up the escalators, up. And she's like, man, my little niece is going to be here dressed as Captain Phasma with my brother. And he's Kylo Ren. And I was like, yo, I just <laughs> saw them. So we meet up with them. And her niece, adorable. Look at mm-hmm. this adorable Phasma. I had never been to a con with someone who was dressed. And like people stopping, asking for really? photos. It, it, was, it was wild. So I spent most of the Saturday with them just hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um, her family's awesome. So we were just kicking it, uh, seeing some artwork, bought way too much artwork that I didn't need to buy. Right. Yeah. Your Instagram was. <laughs> bought a lot of artwork. I just, it's, it, you know, they make great gifts, if I'm honest. Yeah. So um, I was talking about my coworker who got a new office. He's moving. I, I got her. It's like, I got something for you. You can hang in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so Which, how, how amazing is it that when people are. You know, thinking about buying artwork for friends. Right. This is from Comic Con. Yeah. Like this is something that is so now entrenched in the mainstream. Yeah. So someone like me who grew up with all of it, right. in my wildest dreams, right. I I did not think it would be what it is today. Like growing up reading Wizard magazine, right. 
rest in peace wizard magazine and they, yeah, would, do, wow. they would do fan casts yep. and this is in like 1994 oh people cast fans on twitter to the actor like hey you need to be so right. and so and so to think of that was what it used to be and now it is like you can actually start a campaign on oh, twitter instant. and it can happen and so like yeah. getting someone a print from Comic-Con and they will hang it in their office yeah. at their job yeah. and it, is people, incredible. Yeah, for people who are listening they may not be aware of it. The, the, the beauty of it is it's people who take characters you already know and sort of reimagining mm-hmm. them. Like I have a really cool Wolverine that looks like Shattered Glass behind him but in right. the Shattered Glass it's all his villains. It's Sabretooth, mm-hmm. it's Omega Red. Deadpool is in there. Deadpool's in there. Like that's Lady Shiva. Crazy. I've got yeah. one of like all the young, all the Batman apprentices Mm-hmm. That's cool. I've got one of Kylo Ren by uh, Johnny Jang. He's uh, an Orbital Harvest. Mm-hmm. He's got this really funky, like, Kylo Ren-looking thing. He's got this awesome Colossus he made. It's like mm. Colossus ready for battle. But if you look at Colossus, you can see Magneto's reflection in his. Oh, that, that, that is, is going to be a but rough you, day for yeah, Colossus. You get those things. I've got, like, a Michonne, this reimagined as a Jedi. And mm. she's oh, got, okay. yeah, yeah. She's got a Stormtroopers as her, as her walker pets. Um, yeah, you, so you find cool stuff. There's lots of stuff for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, that is one of the coolest things about all of the cons that we yeah. have in Seattle is, yeah, I mean, you see families there. That's the best part. Yeah. That's, I was going to say, that's the best part is like, man, I was, I was next to this, I was looking at some t-shirts and this dad comes up with his daughter. She can't be more than six. She mm-hmm. really wants like this Star Lab shirt. Like, I'm not kidding. And he's like, what do you want? She was like, I really like the Flash. He's six. Awesome. And he's awesome. just like with his daughter, like trying to negotiate whether or not he should pay so much for a t-shirt. Um, but it's that, it's parents with their kids. It's mm-hmm. kids like, like this little kid saw Batman and his eyes lit up. My friend's niece saw Batman. It was a little scared, but like, right? There, there are kids who see like characters that they love, like in, to them in the flesh, because some mm-hmm. of these costumes are like amazing. Uh, yeah, the level of detail that some of these, you know, people put into this. Yeah, there was a Thanos that was like awesome. He had the chin. He had the grooves in his chin. He looked. He had he had the gauntlets and everything. Uh, you know, you get the your usual like Deadpool's and Spider Man's and Batman, which especially this year. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, we had like one Black Panther. That's the other thing. You see yeah. a lot of artwork. Like I got this really cool Wonder Woman with an afro. Hmm. That I went to the guy. He said he was he didn't have any more. I mean, I bought it, right. but like he was like, "Yeah, man, I'm out." Like people see it, and it, it's clearly Wonder Woman, but she looks it more ethnic, yeah. and it looks like a painting. I don't know if I showed it to you, but I'll show it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like an Alex Ross type of painting? Like? Kind of, yeah. Okay. But like clearly someone took the time to say, here's Wonder Woman, here's what she looks like, maybe a different ethnicity. Mm-hmm. Racially ambiguous, but clearly, you know, not right. your stereotypical Wonder Woman and people on it. Same with the Black Panther artwork. Yeah. People a guy was like, So yeah. you only how many Black Panthers did you see at the con? One. And it was <laughs> But I wanna address next year. I wanna I wanna address I wanna go with Zoom. Nice. Want to go zoom? Nice. From CW's flash. CW's flash. Okay. Not, not. Yeah. I want the black costume. Yeah. This guy was showing me how to do the lights, so I can make the eyes blue and make the lights flicker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm that, gonna, that will definitely. I gotta be work out if I'm gonna be putting on that costume. That's. <laughs> it's the rub. I mean, yes and no, because that is the thing. That is the, the other beauty about going to Comic Con is you see people. This gives them that opportunity. Be whoever you be want. Whoever be are. whatever you there want. There were plenty of guys dressed as Slave Leia. Absolutely. I mean, in every year, you see, you know, the guys who are Sailor Moon. Yep. You know, just Lots like, of Sailor Moons. Do it. Lots like, of furries. In an ap- yeah, in an atmosphere like this, 
you know, no judgments. It is just it's, like, it's really crazy. I mean, and thank God they have the, uh, you know, costumes are not consent signs everywhere just to remind which people. Which is another thing that has changed at not all consent. cons in the past few years. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. The, it, the whole it, atmosphere it, has changed. I can't. I mean, as a man, I don't know if I, I didn't see anything that looked crazy. Mm-hmm. Or I didn't see people who looked uncomfortable. People were respecting other people's spaces. That's the other thing, man. It, it's, it's rare that you're in some place with so many people. And everyone's genuinely in a really good mood. Like yeah. people are genuinely like, "I'm here to have fun," mm-hmm. and I'm not right. I'm not drunk. We're just here to kick it and hang yeah. out and take some photos and buy some artwork and see some people and get my book signed. Uh, yeah, so that's cool. Um, nice. And then the last thing I'm on to go to was the Powers panel. Right. Okay. <laughs> Here's a little backstory on Powers. So uh-huh. my friend Brian Dizelman, who you've heard on. Uh, um, um, Cinema Squabble. Cinema Squabble. Why am I blanking? Mm-hmm. Um, I Cinema idea. Squabble. So Brian he gave me a bunch of comics that I know he's going to hear this, but I need to return them. I will return them. They're right. in my room on the shelf. <laughs> mm-hmm. One of them was Power. She's like, man, you're going to like it. And it was, you know, who killed Power Girl story. And mm-hmm. I was reading it. Yep. And then PlayStation was like, we're doing a Power show. So, um, Which it was odd from the beginning. From the beginning. But... Uh, you know, I don't have PlayStation, but I mm-hmm. saw it through other means. Right. I really enjoyed it. One of the characters in there uh, is played by Logan Browning. Uh-huh. And then I, immediately when I saw her, I said, who is this? Go to my Googles, Googler. Mm-hmm. Wow. Breathtaking. Beautiful young woman. Right. Um, the term they use is smitten, but I wouldn't say I was smitten. But I, I, no, yeah, you were. I saw her and was like, <laughs> okay, I get it. You're a beautiful mm-hmm. person. Um, so then she was on another show called Hit the Floor. Right, which, I watched mm-hmm. mostly because she was on it. Like, if I'm if I'm honest, I don't have any interest mm-hmm. in like dance teams and their lives outside of dancing. But right. she was on it, um, so I was I was, I was in. <clears throat> so then I heard she was coming. I heard a rumor they were coming. And I was like, oh. Logan Brown better be coming. So then, I, so then I heard she was coming. And I was like, I need to meet her. Mm-hmm. That's got to happen. I didn't know how this was going to happen. So let me rewind. Years ago, yeah. I was. Did you ever watch Fringe? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so the girl Which, who played another um, one of those shows that was Ingrid? great for about two seasons. You remember the girl who played Ingrid? Oh, the, the girl in the lab. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Gorgeous, right? Yep. I see her on the Comic Con floor by herself. Really? Like a, she was wearing like a summer hoodie, mm-hmm. and I was like, like I immediately recognized her. And I, was I like, thought her name was Astrid. Oh, Astrid. Why am I saying Ingrid? Astrid. Boom! Look at that. Look at that. Because that was what. Well, because he was always Astrid. calling her. He was calling her Astrid. Astrid. And yeah, a bunch yeah, of Astrid. Other stuff. So I said Ingrid. Astrid. So. I see her, and I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, hey. We just, just on the floor, just walking just around. Just walking as around. As a fan. I said, no one knows you walking around. Like, I'm trying to whisper. Like, she's like, no. They don't <laughs> well, he whispered that into her ear as he came nah, up behind her. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> but I was trying to keep my cool. Yeah, I was yeah, like, she was like, so we start talking about her artwork and what she likes to buy and what I buy. Mm-hmm. And the whole time, I'm like, don't fan out or say anything stupid, right? Because not only did I think she was gorgeous, I, I loved the show. And it just yep. got renewed. So I just remember ending the conversation with, like, nice to see you. Thanks for taking time to talk to me. Mm-hmm. Love the show. Good luck the next season. She right. said thank you and walked away. Uh, so, so these moments have happened. Mm-hmm. So here I am, power of positivity, going in Saturday. Right. So I leave, I leave Jessica. Jessica's going to get a book signed. After that, she's leaving, right? We've been there all day. So I'm like, I'm going to hit this powers panel. So... I get to the panel and no one's in, no one's in the in the room. 
at all? Well, there's people, but it's like, it's going to start in like five minutes. I'm like, okay. So I, I'm in the front. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting in the front. Guess who peeks their head out of the curtain? Uh, John Bernthal. A Miss Logan Browning. Really? <laughs> I said, oh, she's here. And she was like, uh, oh, she's here. Oh, she's <laughs> right. here. Uh, this is happening. So then she comes out on stage first. Okay. As gorgeous as I could imagine in person. Mm-hmm. Like, the TV does her no justice. Beautiful woman. So then I... And again, uh, folks who are listening, when you <laughs> talked about, I think they call it smitten. Nah, man. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> smitten. So then no one's talking to her. No one's asking her any questions. I'm like, I came here to see right. what she has to say. Mm-hmm. So I've never asked a question at a panel. Ever. This is the first time. Really? That one that, which, I, again, with, I mean, I know Tim. I've known him for you know, a yeah. couple years now. He interviews people. That yeah, is what he does. The, the last time I was in this, in this place we're at right now, mm-hmm. I was interviewing John Boyega for Attack the Block. Okay, seriously. Right, so, so I'm done. This is not, I'm not nervous. All of a sudden, I got nervous. Oh, do, 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 I get in line. I'm like third. I'm like, oh, gosh. You know am she's going to get to Am you. I sweating? Oh, there's no doubt they're asking right. that question. I'm like, am I sweating? So I'm not making this up. When... <laughs> When the, when the moderator turns and says, like, all right, next question. She turned and looked at me, and I thought I said, oh, my God, out loud. <laughs> I'm not right. I was like, did I just say, like, <gasps> yeah. Right? Did I have some little flutter? And I was like, okay, I didn't. Cool. So I asked her, you know, what was tough for her training for powers or for her training for hit the floor. Mm. And she gave me a nice answer just about how she loves her job and, you know, two different trainings, blah, blah, blah. It was right. great. Great answer. Other people talked about training. I didn't care what they had to say. I want to know what Logan had to say. <laughs> so then, yeah. now I'm... Almost home. I leave after the panel. I leave. Mm-hmm. I'm almost home. Get a tweet. It's from Miss Logan Browning. Oh, Look imagine that. that. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, because I, I posted a picture of her mm-hmm. at the panel. At the panel, yeah. On Instagram and it, on my Twitter. And so she said, Oh, I didn't fucking answer your question properly. And then it goes on through a series of tweets answering about whatever. And then she leaves this wonderful message on my Instagram thanking me for asking her a question. Mm-hmm. Four hearts in there, counting them. Uh, yeah, so we're in love. If anyone's wondering, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's just, it's just a reminder. You know, my friend always we talk about celebrities as guys do, right? And he often says like, "Oh, I see women look better like that at Target or at the gym." Yeah. I'm like, "No, you don't." <laughs> right? There's been there's been women who I don't listen. The guy after me was like, "Don't, don't all these women look beautiful up there?" And I was like, "See, Ugh. I didn't want to say anything creepy." Right. Um, so I, I remember not even necessarily creep, creepy, but, but just, also disrespectful just, and unnecessary. Yeah, come on, right. she knows she's fine. Like, look, I remember interviewing Portia Doubleday, who right. she's on um, Mr. Robot. She was mm-hmm. in, yeah. But I remember, so she's super plain in these movies. But I remember going to interview her; she was a, like a knockout, like for real. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that was my moment of oh, beautiful people are on television. Right. Ah, I get it. So now, you know, like when Logan came out on stage, I was like, oh, she's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I get why she's on television. And, you know, she was telling me, like, you know, on her, on her tweets about her martial arts training. Like, she's clearly, like, tough, like, super in shape. Right. And, like, super chill. Like, I think, like, during that moment, I had, like, I mean, the internet is really, really a crazy place. Uh, yeah. Well, because the, these things happen. The connection. The accessibility. The, the, this weird, yeah, this weird, like, she has no idea. The, the thing, like, I never said anything in my post about asking her a question and during the panel, that is true. Yeah, you just took, the, you just, just, you had the picture, the photo. and then she was the one on, and she was like, 
thanks for, I think it was like, thanks for asking a great yeah, question or that's, something. Like, that's just for some reason, it's like, oh, that's the guy. I guess not a lot of bearded mm-hmm. black dudes asking questions. Right. That, that, that's the guy <laughs> asking me a question. And like an hour after taking the time to respond, like, I'll always be a fan, not just because she's gorgeous, but like, that's, it's mm-hmm. those interactions that I think make cons cool. That people yeah. get a chance to, like, for the people who are, darede- who are daredevil fanatics and mm-hmm. who love John Bernthal, for them to get up there and get a chance to ask him a question. Or, you know, like, Jessica was, was waiting to meet one of her favorite writers who could mm-hmm. sign a book. Like, that's yeah. crazy that you, you know, you're in something I like, and now and we have to You are about right it. here. Right? Yeah. Different than, like, interviewing John Boyega before he's a star, but, like, I was going to say, because I love Attack the Block. You this is that was, like, what, four years ago? Yeah, four years ago. But thinking that was fun, not thinking he would be this mega star in like a gajillion dollar franchise, but you have those weird moments of. See you, now, now we need to do though. Now hit him up, and be like, "Hey, remember when we did that, that yeah. interview?" <laughs> Here's a link to the, and it's the internet, right? Here's a link yeah, to what absolutely. I did with you. We need to do a follow up. Um, we, we need to, do, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Finn. Mm-hmm. No, but it, it, it's if, those you, if he comes back yeah. and does something like that, you know, I'm in that room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, and I don't know if those type of interactions happen at bigger cons. Um, I don't know. Yeah. You know, maybe hopefully they do. But for fans, if you're leg- if you're chill, you're not. Like, I didn't send her anything inappropriate. I wasn't like right. I didn't slide in her DMs. Like, man, so what's right. up? I mean, I see you responded to my tweet. Like, I'm not. Mm-hmm. No. You're just being you. You're being, being friendly. You're being respectful. Not, not which saying I, I didn't I cannot... have two seconds of like, man, do I like? <laughs> Ask her if she's still, when is she leaving town? Like, no. Yeah. But it is, it is that respect thing. That, you got to respect people. That changes. Because, again, yes, these people. Especially for women. Like, there's, like, a, yeah. a legitimate safety concern with, like, I'm a male fan, and I'm twice your size, and I think you're attractive. Mm-hmm. That I'm sure John Bernthal's not concerned about that so much. Like, right. I'm sure he feels like he or at least people feel like he can handle himself. I don't know if he can or not. Yeah. I mean, he sure. But it, Logan said like she, she's, she's training some martial arts. I'm sure she can handle herself. I'm sure she would break my neck. The point is that there should never be an, a situation where nah. where that would have to, you know. No. Even but fans, we've seen fans mm-hmm. do, even at some of these screenings, like, people are crazy. Yeah. And I don't mean that to be dismissive, but, like, people legitimately feel, the, like, it's even now, you know, we talk about Twitter, to see people be concerned. Like, let's take, for instance, the, the ghost in the shell stuff happening right now. Right. right? People have legitimate concerns that they've sort of whitewashed this film mm-hmm. and they've, they've cast Carl Johansson and they could have mm-hmm. cast someone else. Because she was already in the Ghost in the Shell prequel. Oh, wait, no, that was it's Lucy. Not, that was Lucy. No. <laughs> but those are legitimate concerns. Fans are voicing their opinion. But then there are people who, I don't want to say are habitual line steppers, mm-hmm. but like, say there's a show that I like. <laughs> right. And I don't like the way they're writing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't like the way they're, they're writing Hot Girl on Legends of Tomorrow. Right. To be like, without knowing the full arc, if we're halfway through the season, I'm mm-hmm. not going to rant about... Yeah. Listen, no disrespect to people who do. I just feel like I'm going to give pe- I'm going to give the writers an option to get it right. Like, people were upset at Sleepy Hollow because they killed off a major character. Yeah? Yeah. Wait, Legit- they, I right stopped watching that, like, Yeah, they, they killed off ago. Nicole Bahari's character. Uh, the sister? No. No, the main one. Uh, Abby. What? what? Yeah, see? <laughs> Yeah, but so wow. people were legitimately concerned. Like, man, why are you killing these people off? Um, Interesting. All yeah, right. but you get these. So it allows sort of access and your ability mm-hmm. to speak to writers and the creators and voice your concerns. Um, yeah. People just got to be respectful about it. I think, you know, maybe they will listen, maybe they won't. But like a bunch of F-bombs in all yeah. caps, it's probably not the best way to get people to listen. 
Absolutely. Yeah. But I love it. I love, you know, plenty of podcasts to listen to, you know, not only on their show, but on Twitter have voices about their concerns, especially with diversity. And I love mm-hmm. it. I love that they have a voice to voice their concerns. I love that they speak to diversity. I love that that's something they're passionate about. Um, and then for the most part, man, people are super respectful about it. And I think the creators are seeing it and having to respond to it. And I think they're going to respond to this ghost in the shell. They're not going to they gotta say something at this I, point. I am very interested. I, I think it was an interesting choice, especially because, I mean, I made a joke about it, but yeah. Lucy, I mean, the, the similarities between Ghost in the Shell and Lucy, like, it is right. kind of, it, it was just an odd choice. And she got cast for that pretty much right yeah. after Lucy. Right so after like, Lucy. Okay, you obviously saw something, but it was just, yeah. But, what, but why, why are you casting? Like, it's weird that they act like casting people of color is somehow abrasive or are not going to make money. Like, right. take Fast and Furious, right? Mm-hmm. One of the most successful movie franchises. I think, yeah, it is... Uh, super diverse, like ridiculously diverse. Mm-hmm. Um, even something like The Walking Dead is diverse in sexuality, it's diverse in race, and it's the number one show on television. You don't say. You don't say that people want to mm-hmm. see themselves. Like, most of the world is brown. And I mean that to be rude, but like, yeah, movies are crushing in China that have to deal with, they have Chinese stars in it. Yeah. Like, Now You See Me Too spends most of the movie in China. Mm-hmm. Guess where it's going to do well at? China. Yeah, we Could talked about well that on on the latest episode. Yeah, uh, we were talking about Jungle Book. Yeah, same with Jungle and Book. And I was saying that, like, as a brown kid growing up, yeah, I had two people in Disney movies. I had Mowgli and then Aladdin. Right. And so <laughs> Mowgli and Aladdin. And that was it. That was it. And, and so, Aladdin's a thief. Right. Uh, Mowgli's like a, a savage child living in the jungle. Who, right? who could not, quote unquote, make it yeah. in society. He couldn't conform. So, and you, you had to take these characters and, and make them yours. Yeah. Even though they're deeply flawed compared to other characters. Absolutely. But we do it. I mean, we do it. We, we try to make, you know, you know, sugar out of some of the worst things. I'm not going to curse on your podcast. But we try to mm-hmm. because that's all we have. But now we right. know we've tasted that good water. Mm-hmm. We've seen Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther. We've, I mean, seen, he, right? We've seen Falcon. We've seen yeah. Iris West on The Flash, and she's black, and her dad. And mm-hmm. They're not strapped with these racial stereotypes. There's no Flash being a black girl. We need a race episode right. where they go back to the 60s. <laughs> no. We, so we know what it tastes. We've seen yeah. it. And so we then see don't that tell it is, us it is working. Not, yeah, don't yeah. tell us it can't work because it's working. It's working every week mm-hmm. on a show that's fantastic. It's working yeah. on a, the number one show in, in the world. It's working in movies. Like Marvel's crushing it and they keep, mm-hmm. they just cast it to other people of color for the new Spider Man movie. Yeah. Like, they're like, yeah, we're fastballs. Yeah. The, the thing you said we can't do, not only are we doing it, we're doing it well. And we're showing you that it, yes, it is successful. Yeah. It can be successful. It will be successful. It's like an old paradigm, right? It's like, who can run a mile in four minutes? Well, duh, people can do it. Right. Yeah, like, Pareto we, we, we thought the 72 and 10 bulls would never get broken. Well, here we are. Right. Here we are. And that's where we're at with, I think it's, it's more frustrating for people who are upset about Ghost in the Show, like I said, because we see it. Not only do we, have you seen it, we've seen studios cast it. We, mm-hmm. you know, we were talking earlier about the Birth of a Nation trailer, right? Mm-hmm. I even saw Nate Parker trying to raise money and was like, man, good luck trying to get money for that <laughs> Nate, mm-hmm. that, that, uh, that, revolt, that slave revolt movie. But, man, he did it. Yeah. And with his, crushed, with his, with his own absolutely crushed and, and crushed the Sundance. And now it's one of the most anticipated releases. Oscar anticipated. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's going to blaze through Oscar season. And from what people have said, it's amazing. 
So mm-hmm. we've seen it. We've seen not only like people run with the vision that they've had for something and make it theirs and make it amazing, and in and, and spaces where they're not supposed to be successful. So we yep. know what can happen. So when, so when they when they give out these stupid ideas or, or reasons why Ghost in the Shell had to be Scarlett Johansson, we say, nah, because yeah. Marvel's made stars out of no Marvel's made stars out of the B team. Like yep. Robert Downey Jr.'s career was like on life support before he was for sure Tony Stark. Absolutely. Well, and the other thing is Marvel has now shown right. with things like Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. which even me, as a fan of comics my entire yeah. life, I was like, really? They're, they're doing this with Groot, and they're actually going to make Groot. Uh, Chris Pratt is legitimately a star now. Yeah, bona fide Bona fide box office. On, on, on a franchise, or as part of a franchise yeah. with Marvel, doing Guardians of the Galaxy, which, talk about risky... I mean, right. nobody knows these characters except for the diehard fans. Right. And they killed it. They killed it. They absolutely we killed it. we got two fully CGI characters and they crush it. But it's, it's, this, <clears throat> it's all about, you know, having a plan and having someone to execute it and believing in what you're doing. And just trusting the audience, man. Like, mm-hmm. the yeah. nerds, they're going to see it. People complain about Fantastic Four, but people went and saw it. It was bad. But Ugh. people went and saw it. But it, yeah. like, the complaints were never going to stop people. Mm-hmm. The complaints that are surely going to come about the solo Black Panther film are right. not going to stop people from seeing it. Absolutely it's still not. a Marvel product. It's still going to have that look and that feel to it. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that so kind of Babylon. no no, no. <laughs> so, so that was kind of <laughs> Emerald City Comic Con 2016. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, anyway, yeah, I went Sunday and Sunday was awesome. I, I love Sunday. Here's a little tip. Okay. They want to get rid of their, their artwork. Yep. So Sunday's a great day to go. Get some cheap art. Less stuff to pack on um, the plane. I went. Did I go to a panel on Sunday? I don't know a panel on Sunday. Um, I don't even think I went to a panel on Sunday. But, you know, unlike other years, there weren't a lot of really good panels and a lot of really good guests. Interesting. And I, I don't know why. Scheduling, I don't know. Because um, now I'm, nerds I'm are busier than ever. Yeah, right? <laughs> So I don't know. Hopefully that changes next year. It's it's even with that man. It was still so much fun. It was it was crazy. It all went really quickly. Um, so if you get a chance to go next year and mm-hmm. you're listening, go. Or if there's a con in your city, go. Just go. Just even if it's just for a day, just go. And if you have kids, man, take your kids mm-hmm. and just go and just enjoy it and spend some time. Like my friend took his kids to Great Wolf Lodge, and I was like, man, you should have just bought some Comic Con tickets. It's much oh, cheaper. Yeah. And your boys would have had fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but go, man. And you know, if there's something you're into. And it's there, and you see someone's coming to town, just go. You never know. You might have a nice, cool interaction and meet your future wife. And yet, Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Real subtle. Real subtle. Real, 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 real. She's listening. Uh, we, okay, we'll make listening. sure she listens. Just listen. It's because she, I'm pretty sure, is going to get tagged. She knows where to find me. A bunch of times. She knows where to find me. All right, so that, that was uh, Tim's kind of reviewing experiences uh, from Emerald City Comic Con. And as Tim knows, and if this is your first time listening to this podcast, the rating system that I have for anything, right. three choices, okay. good, good, bad, or ugly. Ooh. Because that way, I mean, and good has a big range. That can be, it was good to, you have to go see this thing. You have to get this thing. Right. Bad is, all right, it was, it was okay. You know, I don't regret seeing it or going to it, but I'm not really going to rush out. Right. Ugly. Just avoid it. Yeah. Just, just absolutely avoid it. So with the three days yeah. that you went to Emerald City Comic Con. Yeah. Good. 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 It's always good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that one is pretty safe to go yeah. with good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. It's definitely good. Excellent. Cool. All right. So we're moving right along to, to a big fish 
which is Daredevil season two okay. on Netflix. But what did you think of season one? Season one, as far as a launching point mm-hmm. for Marvel's TV Netflix universe, because yeah, yeah. They, they have Shield, and Shield ties into all the movies a lot. This is a different, <laughs> this this is a different is, universe. Whoa. I mean. An absolutely different universe. How yeah. they end up merging these, most likely in Infinity War Part 1. It's going to be like the ground level. It's going to be just real interesting. Yeah. Um, but you're so, sure they're doing that? I've heard rumors. So I, the rumor that I heard with Infinity War Part 1 and 2, yeah. 67 costumed characters. Oh, people are dying. I left mean, right. Let's remind left people, right. if you haven't read, if, you know, right. go read it and be like, oh, oh. A lot of my faves are no longer here right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so how they end up merging these two, I, I do not know how it will work out. That being said, as a launching point, it was great. Yeah. I mean, it was solid. Um, did it feel like a comic book show? Mm-mm. No. No. Did it feel like uh, a police procedural murder mystery supernatural thing? Absolutely. Yeah. With some sort of comic book elements sort of sprinkled in yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, and definitely in the first season compared to the second season. In the first season, they laid on some Easter eggs. A lot. It was Easter egg thick. crazy. Yeah. Second season, there really were not that many. Mm-mm. They made some ties to a couple things, kind of. You know, like the hand shows up. Right. Um, so the hand shows up. Uh, Carrie Ann Moss, yeah. her character from Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. Isn't it which, if people have watched Jessica Jones it kind of makes you wonder what the timeline is with these shows. Right. Are they happening at the same time? Right. Because Jessica Jones came out a few months ago, right. wrapped up its season. Something happens to mm-hmm. Carrie Ann Moss's character, and she is in this, so it was interesting. Right. Um, but yeah, my, my overall impressions of the first season, I mean, yeah, I absolutely yeah. loved it. Uh, it took some getting used to yeah. with... You it's know, a different feel. Like There aren't a lot of shows that feel and look like that. They yeah. deal with comic book stuff. Like most of it's super poppy. We don't talk about the TV stuff, whether it be mm-hmm. Flash, whether it be... I love Flash. Agents of the Shield. I love Flash and, so much. I love Flash, too. <laughs> whether it be Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or whatever, it's all really mm-hmm. bright. Even when they deal with darker stuff, it yeah. still feels like you're watching a show that's meant to bring in people and make them feel good. Mm-hmm. But this was like... Man. Especially <laughs> this, this, this was the, episode I mean, one. Yeah, you said it... You know, in the beginning, like, this is street level. It's all street this level. This is... And I like that. Yeah. I mean, I it, like it made it, oddly enough, it made it feel grounded. It made it yeah. feel real. Whereas you see Captain America throwing around a shield, bouncing around things, and they talk about vibranium, and that is how it works. Sure. You see the visual, visual effects. Like, he's not even holding the shield. He's just running no. around. You got to visually put <laughs> the, the on the whole Yeah, the whole thing. like thing. throwing air at people. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, Daredevil, street level. Jessica Jones, street level. People get punched. Oh, yeah. Oh, they get punched. So season two, at what point were you sort of like, I'm all in on season two? Was it episode one? No. Uh, that was the weird thing about the season. Uh, and I will not go into my, to my rating yet of it. Okay. But, I mean, I, I was on board as soon as they announced it. I mean, I, yeah. I knew I was going to watch it. Um, but it still took a couple episodes for it to kind of get its feet wet, for it to kind of right. get going. That being said, like when it comes in, I mean, it comes in hard. hard. And they, they really don't pull punches in this in a lot of different ways. But also, like, with, with Punisher, with everything yeah. they do with his introduction, like, it was second episode. You know, like, oh, he just comes just, on and just swing. He literally comes in swinging. Yeah. And so that, I liked that they came in like that. It did not take 
a half a season to be like, this is what happened in the first season. This, it was and like, also, no, he's, this not, is, he's not even Punisher. Yeah, until... La- Maybe uh, the end? But yeah. But he's, he's, he's Frank Castle who's trying to get yeah. revenge on his family. Yeah. I, I just love the scene. I think I was in when he's walking through the hospital. Yeah. He's like, I'm like, oh, he's going to murder somebody. Like, he's mm-hmm. not... This isn't a game. This isn't, like... Yeah. You know, it's a seal where people are getting shot and, like, no one gets hit. Like, hmm? people are dying. <laughs> well, that was the thing. is like, in Punisher's first appearance, Yeah, I mean, he was hired to kill Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 129. Mm-hmm. So on the cover, and it's a very iconic cover, I highly recommend you go see a John Romita Sr. You know, you see Punisher with a rifle up looking through the scope, and then right next to it you see, in the scope, bullets and Spider-Man falling. So like from Punisher's introduction, it was like, guess what, guys? Yeah. This is not your everyday yeah. villain like Vulture or like Rhino. Like, no, this is a guy with a gun yeah. who is hired to kill you. Right. And then him and him and uh, Daredevil really don't see eye to eye on how to police things <laughs> in, in Hell's Kitchen. But neither of them are wrong. Yeah, just very different methodology. Neither, neither I mean, are wrong. And, and Punisher or John Bernthal, Frank Castle... Says it in one of the trailers. And he's like, you're a half measure. He he's is. like, you hit people, you know, they go down. I hit people, they stay down. Yeah. And that reigns true. The whole movie, yeah, you've got that, he's got that crazy prison scene. I mean. Um, <laughs> they've got that stairway fight scene. They've mm-hmm. got that big fight with Elektra and Daredevil. And who, Elektra, I thought was fantastic. Yeah, Elodie Young. Yeah. You may who, remember her from, um. The latest uh, Exodus, is it Exodus, Gods and Kings. Uh, I would not remember her from that because I avoided that movie. Yeah, like one of the that. biblical plagues. <laughs> <laughs> she's in that. Uh, she's great, and she, yeah. you know, she had just enough. Sexy's not the right word, but just enough sort of appeal to her where you believe mm-hmm. that that someone like 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 Daredevil would be into her. Yeah, and she definitely. But she also was kind of a badass, so you felt like, yeah, oh, she might murder him in his sleep. Like, she was, Matt Murdock might like her, but she's also kind of crazy. Definitely emotionally unstable. Which even in the comics, you know, in her introduction, like she was always a loose cannon. Her and Matt like, Murdock. She's definitely. She's got these little one-liners. Like there's that scene where at the, towards the end of the season where Bell Devil's getting. Uh, new, getting outfitted with some new armor from mm-hmm. his guy. She's like, "Where's mine?" Where's like, mine? She <laughs> legitimately is, is concerned. And yeah. then they have the, you know, before they go out for the big final fight, mm-hmm. they have a really touching moment where they're just like, "Man, we can just live our lives," and yeah. we, they, it sort of humanizes kind of both of them. Yeah, because um, she's because at that up to that point in the, in the series, she's murdered people. <laughs> she's said and done some of the uh-huh. craziest things, but yet she has this moment of. What I really want is love, and I want to be away, and I want to sort of just live my life. But at this point, like, neither of them are able to sort of be these people that they want to be. They're fantasies, but... Yeah. What is just, I mean, again, I mean, I I talked about it in the Batman vs. Superman episode, the dichotomy. Right. Whenever you have a costumed persona, you're constantly fighting, which one am I really? Right. Who am I hiding? Yeah. And so with her, that that one moment of... We could run away. We could, that was it. That was, that was it. her only moment of... That was her moment of like, look, I, let's do this. Yeah, because everything else was, this is what I was trained to do. This is who I am. This is who you are. Like, she's telling him, like, this is kind of yeah. what you are, too. I'm trying to fight it, but, you know, it's yeah. in you. Yeah, and I mean, and 
Stickles Grace Stick shows up again. Yeah, which it, it was interesting to see him again. I mean, it made sense, especially right. because the big bad in yeah. this is the hand it's of a bunch a, of ninjas. Really loose. I mean, it just in the first season, you know, it was Kingpin. It was you Kingpin. know, did not become Kingpin until the very end. He was right. just a mysterious figure, and that was done really well. Is he even Kingpin yet? I feel like he is. I, I feel like he's he's shed the whole. Fist character, businessman, rebuilding house kitchen after the events from Avengers. I think so. Now he's because, in prison and he's just like Yeah, when you when you see that prison scene, I think when he realizes who he needs to become now, yeah. I think now is that transition. I think now is when he's like, Okay, I tried to be this guy, now I need to be this guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So I mean that that was that was interesting, but so yeah, introducing the hand right. as as the big bad or not introducing them, they Loosely introduced him in the first season uh, with Nobu mm. and Madame Gao. Madame Gao's great. Madame all Gao was. All those blind people. Well, it was really great. <laughs> they Gao's still great. have not really explained nah. who she is, what she is. Uh, her character actually is not really in the comics. Uh, there's a character similar to her. Um, She's not in the comics. Now, what is her name? It was a. Uh, Crane Mother is someone who is similar to her in the mm-hmm. comics. And so in season one, when uh, Owlsley, mm-hmm. you know, and then we're talking and she was like, I'm going to go home. I'm going to go to my homeland. I need some time to think about stuff. And he was like, China? She's like, it's much further than that. Yeah. Because Crane Mother comes from like a celestial plane. Right. And so, but yeah, we have no idea who, who she is, who she is, she's what totally she's going to do. got her hands in every little bit of dirt happening in Hell's mm-hmm. Kitchen. And she's in this for a hot 10 minutes. Yeah. A good 10 minutes. <laughs> a good 10 minutes. I, I kind of hated Foggy this season. Man. Man, this guy. Like, you know what you're, like, if, you, if I knew you were fighting crime, I wouldn't be like, hey, man, mm-hmm. how come you're not texting me back? I'd be like, you're probably beating criminals to a pulp right now. Yeah. He just, he got a bit, I get why he's there. He's supposed to be some weird conscience for Daredevil. But, man, he was, he was doing too much. Yeah. One of the three things that I wrote down when I was going to ask about the plot I was going to ask you, which plot do you think happened? Okay. New York City versus The Punisher, or New York City versus Frank Castle, okay. Daredevil versus Elektra versus The Hand, okay. or Karen and Foggy versus their feelings? <laughs> Karen and Foggy versus their feelings. I mean, <laughs> Karen's not terrible. No, I, and I will say, no, I mean, one is, no one is terrible. No, the actors do a great job. But the characters are like, really? They just, Karen? yeah, they, they do interesting things. And Why do you want, like... Okay, at this point, why are people walking home by themselves? Like, at all. It's cool. I'll just walk home, even though I know there's ninjas murdering people in the streets and there's a murderous (laughs) vigilante. Uh Cool. I'm good. No need to Uber. I'm just going to walk the streets and Mm -hmm. hope no one follows. Oh my gosh, I'm getting followed right now. (sighs) Yeah. I don't know why. Clearly, it's a plot device to get people, like, in trouble, but man. The side characters make bad decisions. Yeah, in in this, and they look at Daredevil like, "What's wrong with you? You're an evil." And he's just like, "You guys keep." Getting and he's like, "Hey, I am doing something." Yeah. Sorry, I'm. I almost died yesterday on a right. rooftop, and I had to carry you home. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I got shot in the head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was shot in I the was head. shot. And I shouldn't be alive right now, but I am now. And so that brings up a question. And one of the other shows that I was listening to. So in that scene, right when Frank Castle and Daredevil on the rooftop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this isn't like, this is early. Like, early. It was one of the earlier episodes. So no big spoilers. Castle, Frank Castle, 
Shoots Daredevil in the head. Nope. Like just in the head. <sighs> Do you think Castle knew that his helmet was bulletproof? that he was going to be okay or do you really or do you think that he was just going to be like I'm done with this guy I think he knew because he didn't ever try to like murder him for murder him okay because I think he just was wanting to like sort of exert sort of his dominance just be like look I'm, I, guess, I, can, yeah. I can kill you if I wanted to but I'm not he didn't shoot him in the face he kind of like pop. his head was all cracked right down I mean, <laughs> right down his forehead uh, you know what scene I love was the DA scene. I, I'm not going to spoil anything. But mm-hmm. even though I knew the DA scene was coming, it was still awesome to watch. Surprising. You were surprised. Uh, surprising of how they did it. Because... It reminded me of the DA scene from Law Abiding Citizen. Okay, explain. Which is that scene where they're all in the office and in, in Law Abiding Citizen and the DA picks up the phone and it like explodes. Oh, uh, right, right, right. I, so when we're in that office, I started getting that feeling like this is something well, <laughs> dirty's gonna happen. It is the same thing like when we we are so programmed in movies and TV shows. When you see people walking by oh, large <laughs> windows, <laughs> window, we are like mm, yeah, monologuing in front mm, of a window. Here's what yeah. we're gonna do. We're gonna change the city. Yeah, you yeah, do something really? bad. Are, are you yeah. gonna do that? I'm gonna go into hiding. I gotta get safe, and you know something yeah. bad is popping off. But yeah, uh, I, appreciate, I appreciate things like that. Two of the scenes that that I really liked. Uh, one, when Elektra and Daredevil first go to fight, when they first f- kind of find the big pit. And yeah. he has his first encounter with legit hand ninjas. Um, and he's like, I, I can't hear them. You're like slow and nerd. that panic. Yeah. That, because this is a man who, I mean, lost his sight when he was a kid, yeah. but then got other powers and learned to use those and develop them and all of that. For him to go back to that little kid of like, I, I can't see anything. Yeah. I can't hear them. I can't. That was incredible. Yeah. And that moment of sheer panic that you saw in yeah. Charlie Cox's really performance. Yeah. Charlie Cox is absolutely fantastic. Talk about someone who just. Out of nowhere. I don't know. What was he in? He's British too. He's another British guy yeah. taking all our jobs. He did uh, the Neil Gaiman movie Stardust. Yeah. Um, but yeah, something like this. And he was in uh, with Steve Buscemi. And Michael Shannon, the Showtime movie, huh. had to do with uh, bootlegging. Yes. Nucky. Yeah. He was well, in... Uh, that. that is going to... If only I had a... Uh, HBO, Boardwalk Empire. There we go. He was in Boardwalk Empire? Yeah. He was the, right, he was the other Irish guy. Oh, that's right. That, that Nucky's wife yeah. had a, a little tryst with. Yeah. Wow, that was him. Yeah. So, I mean, he is good. So, that yeah. scene oh, was one of my of favorites. British, I totally forgot. I went to a Flash panel. Oh yeah, and the guy who plays Wally West is super foreign too. Wait, Wally West? Yeah. Wow. He's just like I was like you you too. Like I almost was like you too. You're taking all our jobs. And <laughs> he was trolling us. He had a flash ring on, like the type oh, of ring jerk. the flash keeps oh, his come suit on. in. I said this guy, you really wearing the flash ring? Anyway, sorry. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot about that. Yeah. So, uh, so Charlie Cox. So that was that yeah. was one scene. The other scene was when after he gets shot in the head. Uh huh. And he is in, he is back in his apartment, and you hear the sharp ringing noise. Oh yeah, through that his ears. Scared me. Seriously, and then so as opposed to like, and that that came before the the other one. So mm-hmm. you see the two transitions where with that one, he goes deaf, mm-hmm. not just Slime. blind, like deaf. And yeah, he's snapping in front of him. He is screaming, and it is muted. Terrifying. 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 <laughs> so like a night terror. Yeah, so th- those two performances were, were great. Uh, Scott Glenn, 
who plays Stick. He's good. Really good and really surprising because you're like, yeah. this is an old guy who looks super he old. looks like he's about to keel over. But like he played old and tough yeah. really well. <laughs> when he like, had to make the tea. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just... It's funny. He's like subtle and funny and yeah. like witty and a little bit of comic relief, but he's also there to provide wisdom because he knows about this whole other world that right. that Matt Murdock and his team know nothing about. Which, well, Matt Murdock knows about because, you know, Murdock at one point was like, oh, that fairy tale you've been telling me since yeah, I was a kid. Yeah, but he doesn't believe it's real. Right. Until he actually sees these ninjas yeah. and sees all this crazy. Show up at a hospital. Yeah. And all of that, you know, is taken from Electra's origin story that Frank Miller wrote back in the day. Uh, that Stick was involved in the the chaste was yeah. his group, yeah. And he had people that were that had the most ridiculous names. They were Claw and Fang. <laughs> I want a name like that and Stick. Viper or something, right? You know, like, so, so they they went into that, and it was cool to see like Electra as a kid yeah. in that system, like fighting grown men, right? <laughs> uh, okay, so that brings me to Electra. Performance wise, great, right? Uh, sociopath, yes, for sure. What the hell is Black Sky? Don't know. I don't know if we're going to know. I don't know. We now have two seasons where they talk about Black Sky. Because in season one, yeah, Adam Gow has right. that little kid. Madam Guy, the, the kid they're bringing in, right? Right. So, we have no I, idea. No idea. We'll know at some point. I don't know. Maybe he's going to tie into Infinity Wars. I don't know. No way. Uh, no way. Infinity War. You know, and one of the things I do love about the show, so you know, Rosario Dawson reprises her role. Right. She is the linchpin. How it's crazy, like how the hospitals are handling all this stuff happening. I think it's really, it's really fascinating. Right, like people are dying and they're having to sort of cover it up or like not handle it properly, mm-hmm. not really want to explain it. It's become like this whole thing where they're like, nah, we don't want to deal with this. Uh, which is which would actually happen if there were like if Batman was flying around Seattle right. breaking necks, Harvey would look crazy. <laughs> right, Swedish would be packed with people. And having to try to explain what happened to them. Yeah. Yeah. And it would be a madhouse. It would be a madhouse. So I do like that, that her character, uh, Nurse Chapel, yeah. or not Nurse Chapel, that was from Star Trek. <laughs> she, she, Nurse Chapel. Uh, Night Nurse. Night Nurse. Night Nurse was her character in the comics. How she is going to be that. Yeah, she's going to be also be How Agent page. Coulson yeah. was kind of that in, in movies leading up to Avengers yeah. and then S.H.I.E.L.D. So, I mean, yeah, she guaranteed is going to be in Luke Cage. Yes. Because she was his love interest in the comics. She will pop up an Iron Fist somehow, somehow. some way. Yeah. And I like that. And I like that it is... Jessica Jones season two. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I could see that. Um, because I, but, they, but even like, you know, like you talked about uh, the character who showed up from Jessica Jones. She was in it briefly, mm-hmm. but she was in it. And it, she was a You remind it, it's a shared world. Like, oh, yeah, yeah these people exist in the same world. Not even a shared city. Yeah. You're like, that is the other thing. Is, yeah, they're all in the same city. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, that, that goes back to Stan Lee back in the day. Everyone Everything comes happened. from New Everyone York. Was in New York. New York was the birthplace of hip hop and superheroes. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, as far as the action, okay, what, what you got? What do you think? Man, I loved it. You know, it, like you said, it's, it's really grounded. A lot of hand to hand fighting, mm-hmm. not a lot of CGI. Um, heard someone complain there was too much karate. R- really? In not, a show that is not about making this up. Ninjas. Too much. Okay, it's too much. Yeah. Wow. All right. There's, almost, there's also too much water in Hawaii, but what do I know? <laughs> right. But, you know, I thought it was good. In other news, yeah. rain is wet. <laughs> yeah. But that's what, I mean, you know, God bless him. That's his complaint, but that's yeah. why I watch the show. Absolutely. 
Leave I mean, with it. yeah. Show me some ninjas. Show me some. Show me some stars. Show me some people getting kicked in the face. Mm-hmm. Show me people doing stuff I could never dream to do. Right. Uh, I, I, that's why I watch the show. I don't watch it for like some court procedural. I don't want to see like the Matt Murdock show, Law and Order, Hell's yeah. Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where he's you know they're trying to raise money for their for their firm. No, I want to see him realize he can't. He has to go out in the street and, yep. and fight law and fight for justice a different way. So yeah, I, I thought the action was was good. My probably my favorite action scene has to be uh, the the hospital scene. Of course, both of them. The one with Punisher because mm-hmm. he was just on like on a mission. It reminded you it, it reminded me of um, you know, and I love this. I saw why I love the first Terminator, not the second one. Well, I love I love the second one, Wait, but oh, I love the second okay, Terminator. Whoa. But why I love the first okay. is Terminator just shows up mm-hmm. and it's like, are you Sarah Connor? Boom! It's not a comedy. He's not monologuing. Even when like people always say, "I'll be back." You know what? That, you know what that scene was about. He came back to murder everyone in that police station. Uh huh. He was like, "I'll be back." Come, rams the car <laughs> in front of the police station and starts shooting everyone. Hmm. So That's, it, and like, and Winter Soldier had that, and you know, right. he was just like, "There's that scene on the freeway fight scene in the Winter Soldier where he's literally trying to kill Black Widow. Mm-hmm. He's not trying to capture her. He's not trying to wound her." He is trying to put he's her on down. a mission. So when Bernthal shows up as the Punisher walking through the hospital, he's got that same look, beelining mm-hmm. to kill somebody. Um, and I just thought that because it, it, it set the tone for how intense his character was yeah. and what he was really about. Because before then, what do we see him looking at pictures? We see him. Yeah. We don't see him get real upset. You see him. Yeah, we see him shoot out, but we don't yeah. see him do it. We just see the people get shot. The Irish game. Right. Right. So we don't actually see him. This is the, our first look at him. With a weapon, mm-hmm. clearly has a gun out. And like anyone crazy enough to pull out a gun in a hospital and walk the hallways, right. clearly is not sane. Mm-hmm. The other fight scene was the one at the other hospital when they showed when Daredevil's there, um, <laughs> and then just crawling up the wall like those yeah. monsters in uh, at the end of um, Attack the Block. They're like just crawling up the side of the wall. Or Batman 1966. Without the Dutch tilt camera. (laughs) Yeah, but they break in the hospital and these these guys, and then those creepy kids, like standing up. Which, yeah. It was Uh, was creepy. It was super creepy and never really explained. Nope. Which, again, there are a lot of things that I'm okay with things not being explained if you plant enough things so that you might explain it down the road. Yeah. It can't be something that goes nowhere, like Lost, when, like, Walt is so special to Lost. And then, why was Walt special, guys? Or Fringe. Oh, Delta alternate reality, out. back and forth. I know. Yeah. Jeez. I know. So, so yeah, those two fight scenes, for sure. I, I trust Marvel to, if they're going to drop these little breadcrumbs, that they lead somewhere. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't have to like the somewhere, but it, yeah. lead, it has to lead somewhere. It has a plan. A plan. I trust them. Um, so I, lo- I love those two action sequences, probably mm-hmm. the best. Those days yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. The action, as far as the action, what was crazy to me, so here you have Matt Murdock, right. trained under stick. You know, I will not say master martial artist yet, mm-hmm. Uh, He's getting there. Damn good. Right. And Frank Castle beats him up. Just straight up beats him in a fight. Pretty much. Okay, so this is a man who can fight off oh, multiple Was he ninjas. Wounded? Not really. I don't know. Like, I mean, he gets a couple good licks in to Frank Castle, but it was like, you can fight multiple ninjas, but one ex-Marine you have a problem with? No, he's a man on a mission. St- totally different. Duh. I don't know. Listen. Yeah. That that was that was just odd. How does Batman fight Superman and not die? Uh, yeah, Martha. <laughs> you know, Martha's his safe word. Right, it's my new safe word, Martha. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, so then, uh, yeah. So fighting ninjas 
and then fighting him and losing, which is kind of weird. But in general, yeah. you know, it, it was solid. You sound uh, a tad bit disappointed. Not disappointed. I just, there was some fat that could be trimmed. Okay. I, so I think so that, you, you, talking, you mean like trimmed down, like not so many episodes? Yeah. Like instead of 14, uh, yep. you can go 12. Or 11. 11. I mean, I think that... So you pack in the story in 11 episodes. Yeah, because again, the, the benefit of doing Netflix, you have 11 hours to just watch to do whatever through. you want to do. Right. You know, when they do Avengers and they do all these things, you get two and a half, maybe three hours if you really push it. Right. And you have to cram stuff in. This, you can take your time, mm-hmm. but you have 11, like, you know, 13 hours in this case. You know, I think the people will get there. It's becoming, especially with Netflix, it's becoming, it's, a, it's literally a new model, right? Yep. Here I am, it, which, which used to be episodic television is now. Like, imagine if Lost came out now and it was Netflix show. It would be a much better show. It would be much more streamlined. We can only hope. Yeah, I believe it. But now, like, people, I think, are just now getting used to, okay, how do we tell these stories? We know mm-hmm. we have these properties. We know we can tell a story. How do I tell a story? How do I tell a sitcom? Yeah. How do I tell a rom-com when I'm given 11 hours to tell it, to do these crazy character arcs? Yeah. Um, the difference is take a lesson from the BBC. The BBC has been it. doing things like this for 30 years, three 30, episodes. 40 years. Like, you get three episodes that are an hour and a half. Yeah. You get six episodes or an hour. Yeah. You get one Christmas special. I mean, like... Yeah, like Doctor Who's nailed you can, it. You can and, do uh, that. Sherlock. Yeah. So right. you, you can do that. But yeah, and, they Netflix, all and they all tie in. Exactly. In so, so I do think that it is a blossoming thing. It is, it is going to take some time for Netflix itself to kind of, you know, get, it, get its bearings. But yeah, I just... I think... That, I mean, this is an old model, right? We have a show. We yeah. need... We're going to order 24 episodes. Like, nah. Not these days. No. <laughs> no. You don't... Because you don't have to. And mm-hmm. especially... You know, the one thing Netflix said was uh, they don't give out their streaming numbers for, like, per episode. So you won't... They won't... So if you're creating a new show, if you're going right. to do The Defenders, you don't know how well or how well or how well it didn't do for mm-hmm. Daredevil. It might have been great. You don't know. We assume it did well because people are talking about it. Hmm. But there's not a number you're like, man, okay. It, oh, it, okay. I got gotcha. you. So many people stream this the first mm-hmm. day. I, that's my number. There's not when a quote unquote box office type yeah, of we are, thing. Here's some crazy benchmark you have that you have to create to. And it, I don't know how long they can pull this off, but it does allow people who are creating shows to create without any of that, without mm-hmm. any of that weight, and just to make the shows they want to make and not be concerned about someone looking over their shoulder saying their numbers aren't where they need to be. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so to, to kind of wrap up. Daredevil. I did think that um, the the climactic fight towards the end. Right. Um, and again, like this one, I will not, I will not go into spoilers because you know it, it was. Some just people recently. haven't seen it. Uh, it's too bad. Yes, <laughs> their loss. Um, but you see a lot of enemies at yeah. one point, and then you see about a quarter of them with no explanation. So no, with a Chick Fil A. Right, it was like I'm this ninjing is right. I'm tired. I need some carbs. So that that was just kind of that was interesting because like when they build up to it and you have this climactic, that yeah. was when they have the conversation of like we could go out, we could go somewhere, we can get away from it all because yeah. there are people banging down the doors, there are people on the roof. You know, they get up there and not that many people. Yeah. So so yeah, that 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 was. Did you the last Diversion movie? No. Man, there's a, there's a scene where there's a big shootout, right? And they've got the one black dude. He's just like... Who has Man. made it now through all three. He's, no, right? a different black guy. Oh, oh. Just a random guy oh, shooting, okay. trying to kill the, the good guys, right? He just looks around and he's like, Man, I'm out. And <laughs> he just leaves. Just, just dips. Most just... real thing in, this whole, in the whole 
show, the whole movie. Uh, similar to Age of Ultron. Sim- similar, Hawkeye, yeah. Scarlet Witch. And he was like, I'm a dude with arrows. <laughs> yeah, none of this, none of this makes sense. Yeah. So it, Maybe the ninjas were like, you know what, guys? I'm tired yeah. of ninjing. I'm tired of working for the hand. I'm going to work right. for the foot clan. Ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be interesting. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, mean, I, I guess. So, I mean, that's, the other option is everyone dies. Right. Well, I mean, and. You just want to be like, where did they go? Like, yeah, that, that was. That, I just. I have a hard time with things like that. But, you want some continuity. Like, yeah. I saw 60 people. I need to see 60 heads. Exactly. Roll. If I'm yep. going to see 60 people. Because, like, in Electra's. Even, like, in her first story arc, yeah. uh, Daredevil 168. Um, Frank Miller, again, before he mm-hmm. went insane and is, yeah, uh, <laughs> went just off the rails. A little off the rails. Uh, but yeah, so he, he introduced this character, introduced mm-hmm. Stick, introduced the chase, all uh-huh. of these things. Her arc did not last long. No. And so it was issue 181, mm-hmm. you know, where she fights Bullseye, which they, was one of the only things from the Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck. Bullseye was good. That they got, no, no, I was not going to say that. Bullseye was so good. Nope. One of the things he I got, got right a woman on was that some of the fight scenes yeah. between Daredevil and Elektra were straight out of the comics. Wow. Like, that was really cool. Not them playing at the playground? No. No, that no, was never in the comics. Nah, no. You sure? They oh weren't like, God, that. they want to teeter-totter? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, <sighs> so, yeah. So, I mean, Ele- seeing Elektra in, on, or on screen yeah. in a portrayal that makes sense, in a portrayal right. where she is tough. She can She's hold tough. her own. Not only hold her own against... Matt Murdock, yeah. she can take him. If, oh, I think if she, that if she guy at the airport. Yeah, <laughs> that poor, that poor guy. Yeah, he, he had a he had a rough day. So less than not a good day. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So back to the rating system: three yeah. choices, good, bad, or ugly. What you got, Tim? I got good. I'm a fan. I'm looking yep. forward to season three. I hope we get Bullseye. I hope we get a Daredevil cameo and Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. I hope we get. Uh, just a, a bigger universe. I want to see more of Hell's Kitchen. I want to see yeah. more of where these people not are just three from. blocks. Yeah, I want to see. Yeah, show me where the hands coming from. Like I know, I think they'll get there. I think fans are happy with it. Uh, man, I really hope we get a Punisher series. I, I don't know how we don't at this point. Not after that performance. Like he, he, yeah. They they're going to get it. Um, I mean, it is it is pretty much a guarantee. Yeah. Like I mean, they already have the cast. You know, Iron Fist. They Iron already Fist. have their Luke. They said they're doing a Defenders movie, so. Defenders TV, TV show. show. Sorry, yeah. no movie. Call Defenders that. TV saying, show. They're not ready for that. Uh, so yeah, it's yep. gonna happen at some point. I'm. I mean, I'm just happy. It's it's yep. it's, it's it a good time great. to be alive. Absolutely. And so with me, I mean, yeah, I had some problems with it, of yeah. course, because I mean, I, I have all of these issues, like right. physical comic issues, when these characters are appearing. But yeah, absolutely, I gave it a good. Yeah. And, and yeah, I just I cannot wait. I mean, I want to see again how they start connecting these ground yeah. level. Heroes, right? So, all right, there you go. So, Tim gave it a good. I gave it a good. Absolutely, watch it. It is on Netflix. It is nine dollars a month. It's worth. You it. You have no reason not to watch it. Yeah, I mean, it, whether it be that they're bringing, uh, what are they bringing? What's that other British show? Uh, which one? <sighs> other British show on they're, Netflix? Yeah, they're bringing it to Netflix. I yeah, I, there are a lot of British uh, shows. Black Mirror. Oh, it's coming to Netflix. Well, they, it's already on there. I mean, like the new, like oh, the new, oh, okay. so the new series is going to gotcha. be Gotcha. I was yeah. like, yeah, they have three seasons on Netflix. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, they're bringing they're bringing a new series to Netflix. So, and why not? Netflix is quickly becoming their own network. Yeah. And even though they just raised their prices from seven ninety nine to nine ninety nine, worth it. 
it's, who cares? It's worth, it's worth it is $19.99. Yeah, it is $10 a month, and you have thousands, hundreds of thousands of hours of entertainment. Yep. So, yep. 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 yeah. All right, so lastly, the Doctor Strange trailer yes. that just dropped recently. Yeah. Wow. I, I cannot wait for this movie. Okay. This is going to be the most unique visual perspective of any Marvel movie to date. I do not care what people say about, but they were in Asgard and they were doing yeah. No. No. This movie, I, I mean, again, I'm, I'm this excited over just a trailer. Yeah. It is going to blow people away. If I ever get punched and mm-hmm. I see myself leave my body. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> I just want you to know I appreciate you as a friend because I'm done at that point. Yeah. I mean, fight nobody again. No, <laughs> especially because when you see Tilda Swinton's character who plays the ancient one, yeah, and when you see how she actually hits him, yeah. it was like a flash. You're just like Psh, done, yeah. and he his soul leaves his body, <laughs> and he is looking like oh, snap. oh man, I'm like, outside oh. of my body right now. Yeah, so uh, just a quick rundown of of Doctor Strange, right? It's for people who maybe saw that trailer and they were like, who is this guy? So, Doctor Strange, uh, his real name is Doctor Stephen Strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of various changes in his origins over the years, yeah. but gets into an accident, smashes up his hands real good. Like he's like a master surgeon. Master surgeon. But a master super egotistical. Oh, yeah, super <laughs> egotistical, which Benedict Cumberbatch has already proven that he, <laughs> he can, can play he can in that. Sherlock. Yeah. That insane egotistical genius who has moments of humility. But is mostly like, I'm smarter than everyone, don't Absolutely. look in my direction. Yeah, so he gets in his car accident, smashes his hands, cannot perform surgery. He does get surgery, and there are pivotal scenes of, of the comics back in the day. Um, drawn by Steve Ditko, who... Steve Ditko's art, especially when it came out in the 60s, so out there. Yeah. So just I mean, mind-bending, time-warping, all of these things. And so he does, you know, he tries to go back to surgery... And there are scenes of him, you know, in the panels where he is sweating and his mm-hmm. hands are shaking. He was like, I, I, I can't. So he runs away. Uh, you know, goes to China, you know, starts learning some mystic arts and kind of gets into adventures from there. Mm-hmm. So this trailer, the, the thing that I like about Marvel is they're mm. not spoon feeding you. No. They're not, this is who this is. This, it is like, hey, you are going to go see this movie. Yeah. And Just it, like with Guardians. Yeah. And there's an entire mystical side to. Yeah. Marvel that's plays a huge part in mm-hmm. Infinity Wars and Doctor Strange plays a huge part in that storyline mm-hmm. and they're introducing it and also Black Panther has a, a whole mystical yeah. side to his so this will be the way they introduce sort of magic into what's happening with these heroes and it looks crazy it looks and, so, and I, I mean, in, the, in the best way possible absolutely the cast is phenomenal holy crap I mean the cast is phenomenal and like, they, they, they're just knocking out of the park Chiotel Ejiofor, Tilda Swinton, right. Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen. I mean, it just, it, it is going to be crazy. And the, it has a very Inception-style feel to it in, in oh, part of the yeah. trailer. Because, again, they're going to be going to, to different, different planes, planes, different realms in pure mysticism. Yeah. This is not going to be, not even necessarily a cop-out like in some of the other no. Marvel movies. Like, this is going to be mysticism. Like, yeah, straight magic. Sure not Asgardians who are actually just aliens and it looks like magic and blah, blah. Like, nope. Nope. Magic. Mysticism. And, I, you know, and Cumberbatch is such a good actor. That yeah. He, and he's permanent when they cast him. I was like, oh, man, that is. Yep. That is perfect. And that's the one thing, to Marvel's credit, whether it be mm-hmm. Burnthal as Punisher 
or whatever. It's just these, we're like, ah, I, I see what you saw in this person. Yeah. Like, I got it. Whether it be Tony Stark, like, I can't see someone else as, as playing Tony Stark. I can't see someone else besides Chris Evans playing Captain America. Mm-hmm. And that's what Marvel's really exceeded at is sort of nailing those castings where you get the characters and they really feel like they're sort of ingrained in who the actors are. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, it just, the way that they have cast, I mean, even characters that are, are silly in the sense of like Chris Evans as Captain America, like, yeah. when you think about it, you're like, they're going to do this. And then you watch it and you're like, he is Captain yeah. America. Yeah, even minor characters like you talked about, like Coulson's a minor character, yeah. and Clark Gray's like really deeply associated with Coulson, mm-hmm. uh, and that's part of selling that f- fantasy. You know what yeah. I mean? Because it's still a product they're trying to sell, and part of it is is making the product feel like you you need it. Like we feel like we need our iPhones. Yeah, you feel like you need these characters in your life. You feel like you know them, you're invested in them, you've seen them around. Um, yeah, and I don't know if you can replicate that. I, yeah, I'm not sure. It's sort mean, of a perfect storm, right? Of having mm-hmm. the properties, having the technology, finding the young actors, and they're finding these people out of nowhere. Like, yeah, I can't remember what else I saw Clark Gregg in. No, <laughs> probably some TV show, right? I mean, ABC, you know, some other ABC show, I should right. say. But yeah, I mean, just yeah, finding those characters, finding those actors who can portray those characters in such a believable way mm-hmm. that it just it makes sense, right? So. Yeah, and, and Chiwetel Ejiofor, I mean, has always been fantastic. Yeah, he's great. So seeing him in something like this is yeah. going to just be really interesting. I remember seeing him in, in Serenity, and he was wheeling that sword around. Yeah. He's, he can do the action. Mm-hmm. He gets a lot of serious roles because of his look and his voice, but right. man, he can, he can do some action, so I know he's going to bring it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, so the, the trailer looks incredible. I, I cannot wait. It comes out in the fall. Yeah, I want to say like November. I want to say yeah, November. Yeah, something like that. So, so you know, a, a, a change of pace movie for the fall. It's going to be a lot of Oscar stuff coming out and Thanksgiving yeah. movies, and that's going to be that's in that um that Hunger Games slot they they used to take mm. on. Hey, if it can make some Hunger Games money, <laughs> which it is Marvel, so it, it definitely yeah. has that potential. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, uh, Tim, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at thepeoplescriticblog.com. dot com. Um, Posting reviews, trailers, interviews, all the good stuff. Find me on Twitter, uh, the People's Critic. That's C R T I C. Let's say with one eye, like Fetty Wap. Uh, wow. <laughs> Pulling out a Fetty Wap reference. Yeah, right. You can <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram, uh, People's Critic, and Snapchat. The same. Excellent. I I've yet to get on Snapchat. Get on Snapchat, man. All the young kids are doing it. Yeah. Are we young? Right. Nah. I mean. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I gotta feel young. You know, I am fifty-seven felt, years old. I never felt older than trying to understand Snapchat. Oh wow! All right, yeah, I, yeah. So, but no, gotcha. it's, it's good. So yeah, follow me on there. Check me out. Feel free to hit me up. Reach out. Send me a tweet. Sounds good. Perfect. Sounds good. Well, yeah. So thank you, Tim, for coming. Uh, you can find uh, me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at About to Review. If you have any questions or comments, you can email those to me at About to Review at Gmail. Dot com. So again, thanks, Tim, and hopefully you come back soon. Yes, we got to get you a Comic Con next year. Yeah, yeah. I'm sending an email right now about how good I was on the show. What's the email again? About to review. About to review yeah. at gmail.com. Tim was amazing. Uh, <laughs> subscribe to iTunes. You can rate. Yeah. You can rate us on iTunes now. Yeah, yeah. I'll so, do that. I'll go subscribe to iTunes, and that, that would be great. Have Tim on all the time. That sounds. That sounds good. <laughs> all right, everyone. Well, that was this episode. We talked about uh, what did uh, Comic Con, which. Tim really enjoyed, and everyone should go to a con at their local Any city, con. Wh- wherever. Just Support go to your local comic book stores. Yeah. Do it. 
Uh, Daredevil Season 2, which Tim gave a good, I gave a good. We cannot wait for the next iteration of this wave of just the ground-level superheroes. And then, of course, Doctor Strange. Trailer was incredible. Incredible. Yep. So that was the episode. We will see you next time.